0: I'm Noah Glick, executive editor with the Sierra Nevada Ally. When we talk about renewable energy, often the conversation centers around wind, solar, or geothermal. However, there is another power source that is being researched right now that could help supplement a renewable energy portfolio, ocean wave power. Our energy and environmental reporter, Scott King, has this report. While renewable resources like wind and solar tend to draw the most attention, Marine energy systems are also being developed as an alternative and complementary source of energy to help mitigate the effects of climate change. One such marine system, Wave Energy, is in its early stage of technological development that requires large-scale testing before it can become commercially viable. Now, there is a new testing facility off the coast of Newport, Oregon, called PacWave, that is laying the foundation needed to move the wave energy industry forward.
1: We're interested in devices that can Convert wave energy into electrical energy. Uh, And what PacWave provides for the developers who are and the the researchers who are working in these fields is the permitted site uh, in the ocean to deploy these types of devices.
0: Said Burke Hales, chief scientist at PacWave and professor of oceanography at Oregon State University.
1: From a, a developer access and cost perspective, we actually are providing the infrastructure to transmit the power from the ocean back to shore condition it and put it on the local utility grid.
0: The PacWave project consists of two facilities currently under construction, PacWave North and South. Each site is designed to test wave energy technologies on the open ocean, albeit in different ways.
1: PacWave North is the historical site. It's it's all within Oregon state waters. It is not uh, grid connected, but it's intended for uh, research uh, level, R&D level activities for Uses that are self-contained, uh, smaller devices, scaled versions of the devices that might actually be utility-scale power producers. PacWave South is about twice as big. It's actually in federal waters, about twice as deep. It's in about 75 meters of water as as compared to 45 meters of pack Wave North. And we're in the process right now of supplying, uh, delivering, and installing the subsea cables that will ultimately capture or allow that captured energy to be transmitted back to shore.
0: Funded largely by the Department of Energy, PacWave is a collaborative research and development initiative overseen by Oregon State University, National Renewable Energy Laboratory, and a variety of other industry and government partners. Together, they hope this testing facility can support a budding wave energy industry. PacWave is not yet operational, however, as cable installations and construction for PacWave South's power conditioning facility aren't projected to be completed until September 2024. But as long as the construction process continues to meet its deadlines, testing of novel wave energy technologies can begin by the end of next year.
2: And it is gonna have four open water test berths in a very energetic wave environment where global wave energy industry can come and test their wave energy systems to prepare them, develop them for deployments either at grid scale or at um, what we call blue economy scale.
0: Said Michael Lawson, Group Manager of Water Power Research and Development at the National Renewable Energy Laboratory.
2: But This will be the first site in the United States, the continental US, that is in a really energetic environment where we can really, uh, where we have a pre-permitted test site where developers can come in, put their devices in the water, connect them to the grid, have access to data coming off the devices,
0: while similar wave energy testing facilities already exist in places like Northern Europe and Hawaii, PacWave demonstrates a first of its kind opportunity to bring wave energy technologies to market in the Western Hemisphere.
1: Nowhere in North or South America does a facility like this exist. It's really the first of its kind in terms of its capacity, in terms of its power production capability, in terms of the wave climate that it sits in, in terms of the regulatory climate that it sits in. And so it's we, we hope this is uh, the thing that helps get developers through what, what they call the valley of death, which is building a great design, getting it tested at, at scaled tank levels,
0: but not being able to really do the full-scale testing to get it commercially viable. Harnessing energy from the waves is not easy. In order to capture and deploy this energy to the grid, one must first understand the interconnected relationship waves have with both wind and solar energy production.
1: Ultimately, the waves have energy because they get that energy ultimately from the wind you know wind energy uh, creates wave energy ultimately wind energy is is driven by solar and and rotation of the earth waves oscillate they go back and forth Uh, and so unlike winds or currents that are fairly linear motions um, we we have to figure out ways to convert that oscillatory energy uh, into another form of energy that we can transmit and so frequently the crux of this conversion is How do you go from something that goes back and forth into something that rotates?
0: The difficulty of converting oscillating motion into linear motion also demonstrates why other marine technologies, like tidal power, are more advanced than wave technologies.
2: All those test methods that we've developed over decades for wind turbines we can apply directly to wave energy, tidal energy systems, to really understand what material properties these systems need to have. To survive in the open ocean. So you can imagine tidal currents running into and out of an estuary. You can imagine something like a wind turbine underwater that's extracting tidal energy the same way wind turbines extract energy.
0: Although harnessing energy from waves as a renewable resource for the power grid is a somewhat novel concept, that's where Department of Energy funding, research, and development opportunities can enable the nascent energy to develop.
2: The wave energy industry is really starting from scratch. There's nothing out there that really looks like a wave energy converter, right? There's no commercial projects out there yet. There's a thousand different device concepts. We haven't seen technology convergence yet. In this early stage R&D, the Department of Energy plays a critical role and a really a, an important role in, in getting the technologies from kind of the drawing board to a place where commercial viability has been, been demonstrated at, at some level.
0: Once wave energy technology can demonstrate its viability both in labs and in the open ocean, the benefits of it are projected to be substantial, particularly for coastal communities.
1: Wave might be able to produce something like 10 or 20 percent of, of U.S. electricity demand, uh, and that sounds like a small number. But again, it's it's if you can get 30 or 40 from from solar, if you can get 30 or 40 from wind, and and 20 from wave, you know, starts to be the the, the part that that makes the makes the portfolio whole. Uh, and And it's really complementary to have this steady, relatively predictable um, low volatility asset in the in the
0: portfolio. Lawson, too stresses the benefits of the high predictability and low volatility nature wave energy offers the renewable energy industry.
2: wave is very predictable days in advance where these other wind and solar technologies are not always as predictable. through satellites and buoys way out in the Pacific they can see these waves propagating towards the West Coast days in advance. And if you're a power producer, simply knowing with certainty what the waves are going to be 36 hours, 12 hours, 24 hours from now, is something that you don't have with wind or solar.
0: Although wave technology is early in development, researchers can speculate on how it can be deployed in collaboration with other renewables, like floating offshore wind, to maximize its potential.
2: We can perhaps have combined wind-wave farms where you're getting more energy out of the same ocean space and so we're more responsibly using our limited coastal ocean space you might see something like wave and wind being deployed together and one reason you might see that is because one you already have this power cabling infrastructure that you can piggyback on so you save a lot of project costs but maybe most importantly The wave and the wind resources are complementary in many cases, so they may be peaking at different times of day and different times of year.
0: Alternatively, in coastal environments where stakeholders are concerned about visual impairments floating offshore wind farms might bring to a horizon line, wave energy devices can also find unique practicality.
2: There's been a lot of stakeholder concerns about viewscape and one really nice characteristic of wave energy converters is that they don't have surface expression or they have limited surface expression. Tidal turbines are beneath the water. So there's some characteristics of these technologies that, that make them attractive in certain cases.
0: Challenges in technological development and deployment remain, however, as the ocean can be a particularly harsh environment.
1: And so we have, you know, intense wind events, very, very rough seas. And these are the kinds of conditions that these devices have to survive. Uh, and so, you know, that seaworthiness, that that resilience in the in the face of some really extreme conditions, is critically important. We have waves that might be, you know, pushing seven, eight, nine feet uh, off the coast here because of our local summertime upwelling winds. That's a very, very different uh, sort of energy than the very long period, slow swells, which might be higher in amplitude, but are just much less frequent.
0: While wave energy has its most relevant applications to coastal states and communities, there is potential for some ways in which inland and landlocked states like Nevada may indirectly benefit.
1: Our electrical power system is, is highly, highly distributed. And so, you know, the the power grid, um, extends far inland. Adding power production assets, uh, distributed throughout the grid actually benefits the whole
0: grid. Thanks to future operational and testing capability from a site like PacWave, wave energy may soon become an integral part of the renewable energy portfolio needed in response to climate change. Scott King, Sierra Nevada Ally.